Hello and welcome to the Help On Podcast. I am your host, Andrea Taylor, and this is episode two. First off, I'd like to thank you for joining me and coming back and seeing what this podcast is about. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to the podcast, um, and I hope that you can continue to learn and find inspiration in your own journey um, through this podcast. Um, today's episode, I wanted to talk about trauma um, and the science behind specifically PTSD trauma, um, because there are different types of trauma. Um, there's complex was one of them. Um, there is developmental trauma disorder. That's another one. And then there's more commonly known post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, I was diagnosed with that um, probably about eight years ago. Um, I have conquered a lot of it. It doesn't run my life. It, it's, you know, my trauma's there, but I have worked and conquered a lot, as I explained in my last episode. My trauma mainly stems from a past marriage. Um, there was domestic violence involved in it. Um, I did have a son with my ex-husband, and so, um, it has been quite a journey having to work through my emotions and work through my triggers and my trauma and yet have to still deal with the source of that trauma. Um, but at the end of the day, my son has been the biggest blessing and it has um, been worth it. And I have definitely conquered a lot, which I am grateful for. And I'm grateful for the to the Lord for giving me the strength that I needed and just through the years and through this trauma journey. Um, so I want you to just remind you that you can work through every symptom that you are going through, even the darkest ones. You can overcome them and you can get to a place where you are safe again and you feel whole and you feel happy you know, your trauma is always there, and it can be triggered at times. It is for me, and then I work through it, and I face it head on. But that's the thing is you can't get through it unless you face it head on and you slay that dragon, so to speak, um, one by one, each symptom by each symptom. The anxiety you can overcome. I don't have panic attacks, and I don't have insane anxiety like I used to um, where it would just randomly pop up while I was in the grocery store and I wouldn't know what was going on. I don't have that anymore. So you can overcome a lot. I do want to also mention before I forget that there will be a new episode on this podcast every Monday. Um, so I definitely would ask that you look forward to that and come back on here and see what I have to say. Um, so I wanted to talk about um, specifically just the science behind PTSD symptoms. I think people in the society in general, in this country, and even maybe around the world, there's a lot of negative, negative, negative stigma when it comes to trauma survivors. And people that don't, you know understand what trauma is or the symptoms of it 
it's just, I don't know how the stigma has been so negative, but it is, and it's there, and trauma survivors don't get treated the way that they should be treated. Um, I've definitely experienced a lot of that myself, but I just try to give people the benefit of the doubt, but at the same time, I think, especially I get a bit concerned or defensive or frustrated when it comes to like veterans or active duty members that are suffering with PTSD. Um, just because as I explained in my last episode that I have friends that have been combat and that have it and just the way people view them, they're dealing with a lot and, and people don't understand at all and sometimes they don't even understand what they're going through and so I just I get very protective in a sense for them um, because they have I feel completely indebted first of all to anyone that has ever served this country and who has gone to war so that I may keep my freedom I feel extremely extremely indebted and I just want to thank you for your service and serving our country if you're a veteran um, or an active duty member. Um, let's see. So I want to go through the science behind PTSD symptoms and how trauma changes the brain, which I said earlier. Um, this article specifically that I'm going to be re referencing to and reading is not my work. Um, it is on psychcentral.com and it's pretty brilliant stuff if you ask me. I mean, I really enjoy it, um, but I don't know who wrote it because it's not saying. So this is where I, I, I want to start because I think it's really, really interesting and I think it's something that we need to put out there and People need to gain some knowledge on how this affects people that have PTSD. And they need to open up their minds a bit more and show some compassion and empathy and give people the benefit of the doubt and not judge them. Because it's never our place to judge anyone. It's only God's place. Um, so, uh, this says, after any type of trauma... From combat to car accidents, natural disasters to domestic violence, sexual assault to child abuse, the brain and the body change, which I can tell you is completely true. Every cell records memories and every embedded trauma-related neuropathway has the opportunity to repeatedly reactivate. Sometimes the alterations of these imprints create are transitory. The small glitch of disruptions, dreams, and moods that subside in a few weeks. In other situations, the changes involve, evolve into readily apparent symptoms that impair function and present in ways that interfere with jobs, friendships, and relationships. One of the most difficult aspects for survivors in the aftermath of trauma is understanding the changes that occur, plus integrating what they mean how they affect a life, and what can be done to help them. Launching the recovery process begins with normalizing post-trauma symptoms by investigating how trauma affects the brain and what symptoms of these effects 
create. So there's three parts to the brain. Um, there is the brain stem. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to attempt to say these scientific names because I will slaughter them. There's the brain stem, there's the midbrain or the limbic, and then there's the forebrain, which is the cortex. So the brain stem is the innermost part of the brain, and it's responsible for survival instincts. And then the midbrain is the mid-level of the brain, and this part process, it processes emotions and conveys sensory relays. And then the forebrain is the most highly evolved part of the brain. This area outer controls cognitive processing, decision-making, learning, memory, and inhibitory functions. So during a traumatic experience, the brainstem takes control, shifting the body into reactive mode, shutting down all non-essential body and mind processors. The brainstem um, orchestrates survivor mode. During this time, the sympathetic nervous system increases stress hormones and prepares the body to fight, flee, or freeze. In normal situations, when the immediate threat ceases, the parasympathetic nervous system shifts the body into reactive mode. This process reduces stress hormones and allows the brain to shift back to the normal top-down structure of control. However, for those 20% of trauma survivors who go on to develop symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder, an unmitigated experience of anxiety related to the past trauma. The shift from reactive to responsive mode never occurs. Instead, the brainstem primed to threat and supported actively and significantly insignificant brain structures holds the survivor in constant reactive state. So that, they call it, you know, invisible wounds for a reason. You have this shift that isn't taking place that should be taking place. Therefore, your symptoms are, that's why they say you're in the stuck mode. It's like you're stuck. And so, um... I, I just, I find this so fascinating and I may be like the only nerd on this podcast, but I hope that this information opens up people's eyes. It's the science behind it. It's what's happening internally. And the hopeful thing about it and the wonderful thing about it is that you can un. You can find that shift that your body naturally is supposed to take that I just read that it doesn't take and then PTSD happens. You can overcome every symptom and you can internally get your brain, your nerves, everything. You can get it out of survivor mode is what I'm trying to say and you can 
feel safe again and comfort. Um, and I find that is hopeful. It's, it's really, really hopeful. Um, so how does healing happen in the brain? How do you get back to, well, you're never going to be back to where you were. Let's just all be honest. In reality, trauma changes you, but you can explore the new you and you can get you back to a healthy spot to where you're not suffering so much. Um, while changes to the brain can seem on the surface um, permanent damage, the truth is all of these alterations can be reversed completely reversed. I'd like to testify to that. Um, you can learn to relax. You can find proper memory consolation. The nervous system can recommence its easy flow between reactive and restored modes. The keys to achieve, to achieving a state of neutral, I cannot talk, neutral little that was terrible. And then healing lies in helping to reprogram the body and the mind. And that's something that I think is huge. And that is something that I have found is so true. You have to reprogram your body and mind to get where you need to be. Um, I will take the next maybe two or three, maybe four episodes and I'd like to really focus on the healing part of it and on different symptoms and how you can overcome them and different ways to work through them. Anxiety is a huge one. I know a lot of people suffer with it. I was you know, diagnosed with anxiety disorder at a time and I suffered with it tremendously. We're talking about crazy panic attacks and Target and I just came out of nowhere and I had no clue why and it, it was scary and it was confusing and I would always have to leave every time that happened. And I don't have those panic attacks anymore. I rarely have anxiety in general. Um, and so I want to really break down some of these symptoms and kind of talk about them and, and put them out there and give you ideas on how to work through them so you don't feel you're, like you're so alone and you're in the dark and and then just settle for that. That's my biggest motivation. Do not settle. Do not let your trauma take your life over. Do not let it cripple you to the point that you are in laying in bed for months and months and months isolating yourself. Do not do that. Do not do that. I totally, totally get how crippling it could be. Trust me. I get it. But you can overcome it and you can get to a point in your life where you are completely happy and the, there's nothing but light. There's no darkness. So I want you to remember that if you're a trauma survivor or if you're going through trauma or if you're dealing with the trauma that you just went through, you can overcome it. I, I will testify of that. Um, so that is what I wanted to share, just a small bit about the science behind trauma. And I just want to thank you all again for taking time and being here with me. I hope that you have a great week. 
I hope that you learned something. I hope that you stop and you be grateful for the things that you do have and that you continue to hope on. And I will see you in my next episode. Until next time.